Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Aja McClanahan. Aja, are you ready to do this? I sure am, George. Thanks for having me. You bet. Let's do this. Aja is a personal finance freelance writer and influencer. She's focused on creating palatable, actionable content, which helps people get out of debt, increase income, build wealth, and live. I'm excited to have you on Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Ooh, that's a loaded question. So <laughs> as you mentioned in my bio, I'm a personal finance writer and blogger. I write at my own website, principlesofincrease.com, uh, which I started uh, right after my husband and I paid off $120,000 worth of debt. Wow. Um, and <laughs> yeah, so uh, once we did that, we had a lot of people asking us, hey, how did you guys do that? So I thought it would be a good idea to mass mentor all the people who are asking me that um, by starting a website. And our claim to fame, one of the reasons why we were able to get out of so much debt is that we, I said, we moved to the hood, even though I really enjoy our neighborhood. We still <laughs> live there, actually. We thought we were going to just move in, pay off our debt and move out, but we're actually still here. Um, but we moved to the hood in a house with bullet holes in the back door because it was mortgage free. And that actually kind of like catapult us into debt freedom. So yeah, I write about getting out of debt, personal finance for my website and a bunch of other web properties like Inc, Business Insider, Lending Tree, uh, Credit Karma, you know, some of those different uh, kind of personal finance and, and credit sites. Nice. Well, all the credit in the world to you and your husband for getting out $120,000 of debt and making tough decisions that I don't think a lot of people would be willing to make. Yeah, that's a big part of deciding to kind of go after financial freedom or financial independence is that you will have to make some difficult decisions. You don't have to move to the hood or the inner city, but, you know, whatever your difficult thing is, you know, think about it and see if it's if, if it's worth tackling to get to your wealthy place. There's two two words that, that you use in a. Um, I don't remember if I read it on LinkedIn or on your website, but palatable and actionable. And I think that those are probably carefully chosen, but tell me about what what it is you mean by palatable and then actionable. Yeah, so I think uh, one of the first things is palatable means that you can you can take it, you can swallow it, and you can digest it. So for our story, you know, I wish I would have said, we got out of debt in three years, but it was more like nine or 10 years because we were raising kids. We were cash flowing home renovations. Um, you know, we switched over to a totally cash lifestyle, vacations, you know, private school tuition, all that stuff. Um, so I let people know, like, you can get out of debt, but it doesn't have to be in 24 months. It's great if you have, you know, the gazelle intensity, as Dave Ramsey would say, to do that. But if you don't, you can kind of do it on your own terms and at your own pace. And then I say actionable because I think that people are waiting around for some big epiphany, some big aha, some maybe lottery ticket. <laughs> you know, right. they're waiting for these big moments to happen, you know, to get to financial freedom or independence. But start with five dollars like we started our journey just by like paying extra an extra five dollars in our credit card or an extra twenty dollars. Um, so, yeah, it's palatable because 
anyone and everyone can do it and relate, I think. And then actionable because I say start where you are with, you know, what you have. I think that that's so important. And I, I totally agree with it. Um, people just need to get started. And I think that if you're going to be actually effective with helping people make changes, you need to meet them where they are and don't give them some kind of a solution which will never, ever work. They're not going, it's not going to be something that they can get their arms around or digest, like, like you say. So, so important to be able to communicate effectively and frame things in a manner where people actually take the information and use it. Because if not, then what's the point? Absolutely. So talking about dumping debt, getting out of debt, whether you're $10,000 or $300,000 in debt, how do you talk about getting started with that? So talking about that palatable and actionable, how do you help people with that? Yeah. So if people come to me, a lot of people sign up for my email newsletter and I have a welcome sequence. Um, it's like my debt, get out of debt, welcome secret sequence. And, and one of those emails, I tell people to go and pick out a bill and just, you know, pay $20 on it. And people actually do it. And I say, when you do it, email me and let me know how it felt. (laughs) And people email me and they're like, oh my goodness, I actually just paid an extra $20 on this credit card bill. Do you mean I can do that anytime I want to? And it's, it's really a, a revelation for some people. And it was actually for me, like I said, I was one of those people. I was waiting for my ship to come in, the check in the mail, waiting for all these big opportunities. But the truth of the matter is we never had a really high income um, when we were getting out of debt. <clears throat> Excuse me. Some years and times we had higher income than others because I have a, a business. And so that income fluctuates. But on the whole, it's, it's never been, you know, 200 or $300,000. We didn't have a lot to work with. And so, uh, for me, it was just, it was a revelation to say, Oh wow, $20 will work. And then the, the key is once you start, once you take that first action, it's like you're planting a seed and then it can grow because if you can find an extra $20 to put on your debt, you can find an extra $40 and $60. And for people who are, I'm, I'm kind of competitive, you know, um, but even if you're not competitive, you're like goal oriented and you like getting things done. It's, it's helpful to challenge yourself and be more creative to say, where can I find extra money? How can I either decrease my expenses or increase my income in different ways? So that's kind of where I start with people just to say, Hey, you have the power in your hands. Don't eat out tomorrow. That's $10 right there. Take that $10 and, and send it off to the credit card company or, you know, whatever that medical bill that's, you know, been sitting on your credit report for who knows how long. Right. Yeah. I think that that first step is so important in getting people engaged in that process. And I sometimes hate to use the term empowered, but it is empowering to know that, Hey, okay, now I, I, I can see this happening. It's actually, I'm actually doing something towards it. Uh, so I think that's such an important thing. And you guys, you, you, you and your husband made that pretty, I don't want to call it extreme, but a pretty, a pretty big step to moving into what you refer to as the hood. Yeah. Uh, so that, 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 that's huge, right? Evaluating your major expenses, but also, also the little things like going out to eat those crush yeah. people's budgets. Yeah. Yeah. Death by a thousand cuts. Right. So we, yeah. we started off cause I don't think in the beginning if someone would have said, go to the south side of Chicago in, you know, a violence, 
written neighborhood. <laughs> it's and that'll help you pay off your debt. In the beginning, I would have been like, no. But probably maybe two or three, maybe four years into the journey, we had gotten so gazelle intense. We we're like, whatever it is, we'll do it. We'll take it. We'll do it. Um, there was actually one year our AC, our air conditioning unit was, which is outside of the house, was vandalized. Someone took like I don't know eight dollar piece of copper. And it was that year when it, there was like a, a large nationwide heat wave. It was really, really hot. And my nice. husband is a letter carrier. He works outside. He's a mailman. So he spends all day, you know, in the heat delivering mail. And he's like such a big AC person. He's calling like, okay, make sure it's up on my way home. And <laughs> so that he's, and understandably so he's, you know, just big into AC. Um, and so that year that the unit was vandalized, um, we had to make this decision. Do we get it fixed? Which was like maybe going to be $3,000 um, or do we finish paying on our debt? And again, early in our journey, we probably would not have made the decision to delay getting it fixed. Well, we did. We delayed getting it fixed. We got a window unit in our bedroom. We all piled up into that one room, you know, kids and everything during that summer. And we, you know, we toughed it out and we continued to pay on our debt. Nice. So I guess the point is we were able, we went to these really intense, aggressive methods because we started with, you know, not eating out, cutting cable. Um, at, at one point we moved in with my mom, you know? <laughs> so yeah, you start, you start with what you can start with. And then as you feel you know, as your appetite grows to reach that goal, maybe you will do more dramatic things. Yeah. I think that uh, any worthwhile changes and any lasting and worthwhile changes are going to require discomfort. They're going to require changes in lifestyle. So I think that that's awesome. And, and all again, all, all, all the credit <laughs> in the world for you guys. So thanks. Thanks. I think that, that the next thing that, uh, or you, Correct me if I'm wrong, but what are the next major areas that you'd like to talk about is how to increase your income now that you've gotten rid of debt or you're in the process. How do you make a little more money? Yeah. So um, during our journey out of debt, in the beginning, we did spend a lot of time cutting back, you know, finding cheaper ways to do things. And we pretty much mastered that. When we moved in with my mom, we got our rent down to zero because she's a sweetheart and she's nice. And so she didn't charge us to live with her. <laughs> and we were just like feeling so accomplished because, you know, our, our rent, our living costs are basically zero. And then when we moved into our mortgage-free home, they, they're you know, still zero and they are to this day. So that was like great. But towards the end, maybe the last two or three years of paying off debt, I would say what really moved the needle for us was increasing our income. So I started off again, small. I would sell things on eBay, on Craigslist. I would take all these different little hot side hustles. And I, I only did that because uh, I was a stay at home mom. So I really couldn't leave the house or I made a decision to stay home with my kids. So side hustles would have to make up the bulk of our extra debt payments. So uh, towards the very end, I got into database consulting of all things. I have a little bit of a tech background, so it wasn't really far-fetched, but it just worked out really well where I was able to put together a team of people and we worked on implementing databases for nonprofits and small businesses. And that, that just 
went really, really well. And it enabled us towards the end to sometimes pay two and $3,000 a month extra on our debt. You know, that's in addition to covering like our living expenses. So I always tell people like starting again, starting with cutting your expenses is great. But if you can get to a point where you can side hustle your way out of debt, some people deliver pizzas. And and now with the gig economy, what can't you do? You can, you can deliver McDonald's now. It's not just pizza. You can deliver people. You can drive Uber or Lyft. Um, there's so many different things that you can do and right from the comfort of your own home that I really, really, I'm, I'm a huge advocate, advocate for, um, you know, telling people to explore all the different ways that they can earn extra money because it'll help. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, it's just like you talked about death by a thousand cuts, but that's also, you know, if you can make 30 bucks, 50 bucks, hundred bucks here or there. And if you can do that consistently over the course of weeks, a month, that adds up to real money. So that it, can really it absolutely does. Yeah, definitely. And then eventually building wealth. <laughs> that's the fun part. Well, so we're probably, cl- we're on that aspect of our journey. So we spent a lot of you know, the first probably nine or 10 years of our marriage in debt. And so we didn't contribute as much as we could have to our retirement accounts. So we have recently, you know, cranked that way up because my husband gets a match with his 401k and I am a small business owner. So I, you know, just recently opened up a solo 401k. So I try to, you know, invest in that uh, as aggressively as I can, because, um, as a self-employed person, you know, you can kind of accelerate that because your business pays part and then you can, you know, contribute part. You can match, you get a little bit more runway out of that because you're the business, but then you're also the employee. So that makes sense. So that's kind of the, what we're doing right now to make up for some of the time that we lost investing. And on top of that, we just, um, acquired our first investment property. So that's, um, getting rehab now. And it's actually in the same neighborhood. Um, so the, the really fun part about what ended up happening to the neighborhood is, is we didn't know that it was slated for all this, um, investment and like kind of read, you know, development opportunities planned by the city. So, um, maybe about eight, well, seven years after we moved in, we've been here for a while. No, let, let me get the timeline right. Four, four to five years after we moved in, um, the city had these big redevelopment plans. So they, they brought in like a Whole Foods, a Starbucks, a Chipotle, a new, you know, community college. Um, there's still another hundred million dollars of development. They're redoing the high school, new hospital. So like all this crazy, all these crazy things are happening. And plus the presidential library is coming very close to us soon. So yeah, we have all these things happening. So we just thought it would be a good idea to diversify our investments. And so we you know, we started in real estate. We, we have um, a second home here in the same neighborhood because it just hap- it just turned into a great neighborhood while we were here. Um, and we'll probably um, get a third a third property, hopefully before the if everything goes well before the, the year is over. But, yeah, that that's kind of like what we were never able to do because of the debt. So it's really exciting to see, you know, what what are the possibilities once you once you pay off your debt? What, what can you do now? So we're finding that out. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really exciting. And I did, uh, I, I, I was able to read about um, read about that on LinkedIn, how you guys decided to, to invest in the community and, and, and to keep doing that. And I really believe 
that one of the reasons that so many Americans are struggling financially, that many that many Americans are not happy in the work that they're doing, is because that they're not connected to their local community like we used to be. So I think that oh, if you yeah. are able to do that, that's really going to play an important role in your overall happiness, which I think will lead to uh, better better success financially. Do you have thoughts on that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is my, one of my favorite things to preach about. <laughs> um, so when I lived in the, when we lived in the suburbs, people were really bogged down with, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. You have this car note, this house note, you have all these responsibilities. You have to pay the nanny. The kids are at school and, you know, you're working. It's just a really hectic life. Right. But moving in the inner city where we have such lower um, cost of living, I can truly say that I live in a community that I love. We're connected. We volunteer. We just had a 5K yesterday and people are like running in front of my house. We we never had that before. Um, And I actually have friends in this community that I I, like I've traveled with. I've been to Cuba with a few of my friends like we and they they live right here in, in our community. We've, you know, been to New Orleans. We do things and they're like, true friends who live a few blocks from me or, you know, I'll see them at Starbucks or something like that. But it's, it's, oh my goodness. I can't even explain how wonderful it is just to be like super connected to like give back and then just like be among friends. I I didn't have that in the suburbs and it, it really gives me life and I I love it. (laughs) That's awesome. I think that is a really important and powerful thing. So I think that's great. Waja, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Okay, I'm ready for this. I would just, I'm just going to reiterate what I've already said, and I would just say start where you are with what you have. If all you have is an extra $3 to, you know, save, you know, to start your $1,000 emergency fund, do that. If all you have is $5 to put on a pesky credit card debt, start there and, See where else that can lead you. You never know. Maybe next month you'll have $500 to finally pay off the last of your student loans. So just want to put that out there. Start where you are with what you have. That is great stuff that definitely gets a come on. Come on. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This has been great. Where can Money or Savage Nation learn more about you? Yeah. So basically, if you go to my website, principlesofincrease.com, you'll find all my social media handles where I hang out online. And you can join my email list if you're interested in getting like updates on ways you can save money, make more money, build wealth, build wealth all that fun stuff. You can find that at Principles of Increase. And yeah, I look forward to connecting with you all. Awesome. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Aja your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to principlesofincrease.com, get on that email list, follow her on social media. Thank you again, Aja. Thanks, George. This was fun. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, And definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on!